step two, exfoliate. Seems simple, kind of. What is exfoliation and how do you do it and why do we do it? Well, that's what this episode's about. I would like to say thank you to anybody who has been listening on a regular basis. My name's Candice. I'm a licensed esthetician and I started this podcast by accident. As you know, in my previous recordings, I started it in order to answer questions that one of my estheticians that I was training would ask. And because she was a busy mom, I would record it in a podcast style so she can access it online anywhere she was. So whether she was at her kids' games or at work, my phone's dying. Great. Let me plug it in. Whether she was busy doing something else, she could access it through the podcast and some, or through the podcast format. So in my earlier episodes, you'll hear that it's a conversation between her and I really, um, mostly just me talking to her, answering her questions. And then because of all the listens, I figured, well, somebody's listening. So let me keep recording. And that's kind of how it came about. So Currently, I am a licensed esthetician in a franchise spa. I also have a private studio that I work out of um, in a different town, um, nowhere near where I'm at currently. So I have two different jobs. I'm also a educator for a skincare line, and I've been an esthetician for about 15 years now, somewhere around there. Um, but I've been in the beauty industry since I was 18 years old and I'm 35, so do the math. My first job was selling Mary Kay products. Um, and then I just kind of always have loved this industry. So I'm kind of going through each step and the next step in my opinion is exfoliation. Now I recommend exfoliating only in the evening. So in a morning routine, Step two would not be exfoliation, but wait, I'm sorry. Did I say morning or evening? So in the morning, step two would not be exfoliation, but in the evening, depending on what you're using, anywhere from three to one to three times a week, you can exfoliate. Now, this question is hard to answer um, when people say, well, when should I exfoliate? How often? Everybody's skin is different. So this podcast is going to talk more about kinds of exfoliation so that you can determine what would be best for you. Also, this is meant for estheticians. Again, the whole point of this podcast was answering questions for an esthetician. So I kind of want to keep that theme going. But this information is useful to anybody who uses skincare. So even if you're not a licensed esthetician, you could still learn something for your own benefit. Um, but of course, as estheticians, we help others with their skin. So this is great information for those that are practicing or even working within a spa setting or skincare setting to help you explain exfoliation. So step two, in an evening, a few times a week, exfoliate. The main thing to know about exfoliation is that in general, it takes away from the skin. But that's a good thing. It's kind of like when we sweep up the dirt on our floor, we're taking away the dirt and the debris. 
So, and the skin, we're taking away the dirt and the debris, the dead skin cells, the buildup of dead cells that can accumulate and create other issues like dullness, like lack of absorbency in the skin for good products, like lackluster skin, like textural issues, like congestion, pigmentation. Also, it can not exfoliating properly can compromise the barrier of it barrier of our skin so exfoliation is like regular cleaning maintenance to the face so in my opinion there are two types of exfoliation um, some people consider that there are three but I say two I would say the number one type of exfoliation that most people understand and know about are scrubs or physical exfoliation where something is gritty it's moving on the skin you feel it working you feel it on your fingertips so those are considered scrubs or physical exfoliants then there's another category that I call or that I believe to be chemical exfoliation um, and in the chemical exfoliation category I include enzyme exfoliation or enzymatic exfoliation some people think that enzyme or enzymatic exfoliation is its own category, but ultimately it is a chemical exfoliation just through a more natural or pure sense, which is why it's an enzyme. So fruit acid or fruit derived ingredients that basically exist within the fruit in order to help it decompose or digest but this also can help digest or break down dead skin cells. So some examples of physical exfoliation would be a scrub, a polish, a microdermabrasion, a dermabrasion. These are all considered physical exfoliation, but there's other kinds of physical exfoliation that we don't really think about as being exfoliation, but they kind of are. So using a towel on the skin to wipe and scrub and scrape away. Ultrasonic blades, that's considered somewhat of an exfoliation. Any sort of cloth-like material or something that's being put directly on the skin and wiped away can be considered friction on the skin and exfoliation as well. And then an older practice of exfoliation is called gommage, where it is almost like you're rubbing the skin off gently. Um, it kind of will beat up and build up under the texture of that product. Sometimes that includes an enzyme, but other times it's kind of like, an, it's kind of breaking down that skin through the friction of the product itself. And then it kind of beads up as it absorbs. So those would be considered physical or manual exfoliation. Then chemical exfoliation. So the gentlest form of chemical exfoliation would be enzyme. So enzymes work on the outermost layers of skin. So the stratum corneum, the dead layers. So we're not affecting live tissue. The way that it was explained to me a long time ago was like it's little Pac-Man eating up the dead skin cells. But I don't know if Pac-Man is still a relevant way to explain that. So it's kind of just breaking it down. It's, let's call it like a little uh, Roomba 
cleaning up all the dead skin cells. I don't know, whatever, however I can explain it to make it make sense. But basically it's just working on the outer, outer, outermost layers. So we're not affecting live tissue per se with an enzyme. Enzymes can be derived from many fruits, mainly in skincare you'll see bromelain, which is a pineapple derived enzyme. You'll see papain, that's derived from papaya. You'll see pumpkin enzyme. Um, you'll see other fruit enzymes or flower enzymes like hibiscus, things like that. So there might be other ones. And if you're working with a specific line, you can ask your rep or you can deep dive and find exactly which enzymes they use. But they're usually derived from fruit or plant. Um, so that's enzymatic or enzyme exfoliation. That's the most gentle form of chemical exfoliation. Then from there, you would go into acids. So acids are also naturally occurring and they can be naturally derived as well, um, usually from extracts and it's just a lower pH level. So it's affecting the skin a little bit deeper. So this would affect live tissue. There are two categories. Actually, there might be a little bit more, but really, Technically, there's two categories of alpha and beta hydroxy acids. Um, so you'll have your alpha hydroxies, that's like your lactic acid, your glycolic acid. And these types of acids work intracellularly. That just means in between skin cells. Then there are beta hydroxy acids, which I only really know of one. Correct me if I'm wrong. I think there's only one. Um, and that would be salicylic acid and salicylic acid works inside of the hair follicle and it helps with many 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 conditions I think salicylic is probably my favorite then there are what is called polyhydroxy acids and these are the blend of both of those types of acids together um, there's also acids that are not necessarily exfoliating and they're called acids. So like hyaluronic acid is not technically exfoliating your skin, even though the term acid is used to describe that ingredient. So just don't be confused about that. But overall with alpha and beta hydroxy acids, these acids are working inside of the skin to break apart dead skin cells in order for them to be slothed away. Different acids work at different layers of the skin, so glycolic will reach deeper than lactic. The molecule is smaller, so you'll feel that pH level shifting. That's the tingle factor. When you're feeling that activity, you're feeling the pH levels of the skin changing as that acid is absorbing. With lactic acid, because it's a larger molecule, it's a little bit less active and it doesn't feel as tingly, but it's very, very effective for many skin concerns. So glycolic acid traditionally is used for wrinkles and textural issues. Lactic is usually meant for fine lines, hydration levels, and pigmentation. Salicylic acid can be used for many people with acne, but even sensitive skin types like somebody that or skin conditions, I should say, like rosacea. Um, at a low level, it can be extremely beneficial. Or people with inflammatory, inflammatory conditions or issues. So just because somebody's sensitive doesn't necessarily mean that they can't benefit from an acid.
The other thing I would mention is that, again, going back to what I was saying before, exfoliation takes away from skin. So I always say that your skin wants to not only have things taken away from it, but put back. So whenever you take away, you need to put back. So what does that mean? So when you exfoliate, you're reducing oil. You're even accidentally reducing hydration levels. So what you want to do is replenish. So a hydrating mist, something that has a great water content to it, maybe something with some minerals in it. A hyaluronic acid serum would be great. Maybe some corrective ingredients like peptides or botanicals or antioxidants. Then you would want to use a moisturizer and then maybe a nourishing oil like squalane. And then of course, if it's at night, you do not need to put sunscreen on. But in the morning, I would recommend after cleansing and hydrating the skin, then put some physical sun protection on to deflect UV radiation away from the skin in order to protect it. So exfoliation actually thins the epidermis and removes some natural sun protection. So you wanna make sure that in the morning you're applying that SPF when you're exfoliating regularly. Now, another part of exfoliation has to do with retinoids. And that is gonna be for another episode, but just know that when you use a retinoid, technically it's an exfoliant, it's triggering cell proliferation or cell shedding. So you do not want to um, disregard the fact that retinoids also cause an exfoliating benefit which means that in turn you would want to replenish. So whenever you take away from the skin, you want to put back. And that's today's episode. I hope you enjoy it. I don't know if there's an area for comments or something like that, but feel free if you have questions, I'll try to find it and answer it. And I appreciate you taking the time to listen. Have a great day.